Hey, beautiful friends. It is Valentine's Day. Happy Love Day. I love you. And I'm so grateful to have um, a chance to tell you and to be with you and talk about all of that stuff and the things that create love and foster love. Um, so today, my husband and I have been married 16 years, 16 years, and it's so fun. I am talking about uh, just our mindset and being overwhelmed today and all these things that I'm kind of facing and pouring out um, from me to you, um, but he's been so sweet and just talking about, he just keeps bringing it up like, wow, Riley, 16 years and, and it's just great. Um, but in my overwhelm, I'm like, I don't know. We said, so, well, we have a pajama picnic every year and we had it last night, um, which was fabulous and wonderful and basically just means that we throw conversation hearts all over the room and flick them and hit people with them and, you know, loving things like that. Um, but tonight I really have no plan. We have homework and all the sports and just normal stuff. And so we were like, okay, I'm thinking breakfast. And <laughs> he said, I'm thinking breakfast. And I said, I was thinking breakfast too, because we've learned in our marriage that breakfast for dinner solves all problems, all problems. So that's my wisdom for you today. Uh, we'll be right back after this and talk more about how to solve the overwhelm. Hello, my wonderful friend. Welcome to freedom. Welcome to a space of belonging. This is the Ash and Ivy Show. My name is Riley, and I'm totally geeking out to be here with you. I am challenging you to know your identity, find God's voice in your story, and give your life as a gift to the world. You have a voice and a message that only you can give. So let's do the divine work and make God visible through our lives and be in awe of what life is all about. So yeah, I've totally been overwhelmed a lot lately, just so many decisions to be made. And for me, um, you know, anxiety is a big popular word and, and it's real and true and uh, can be handled or it can be grown. Um, but my anxiety kind of shows up in the form of overwhelm. And I've been taking some time lately to kind of notice what impact that has on my function basically right so like let's say I have five decisions that need to be made I need to decide uh what I'm wearing to the baby shower what the baby's going to come home with do we need a rug do we need a crib do we need do my kids need to eat this do we need to eat that um what car am I going to drive like I have so many decisions and I can either build that up and go ahead and tack on the other 15 decisions that are going to have to be decided on in the next three months, or I can strip them down and decide what's essential for right now, right? You get that? And listen, I mean, I get it. Sometimes I just want to wallow in the biggest worst case scenario, right? <laughs> like, I don't want to make this better. I don't want to be effective. I, I just want to take it worst case and build it up and completely wallow in misery and 
while I'm at it, I'm going to eat snacks and fuss and hate lots of things, right? <laughs> so maybe, maybe you can relate. But eventually, girls, we're going to have to come back, bring it back. Um, talk about bringing it back. Did you see the Super Bowl halftime show? That was fun. That was so fun. I loved it. All right. Bring it back to what needs to be decided today. Today. Like, okay, so I had a friend at work who made me a sign that said, eat your frogs first. I think is what it said. Eat your frogs first. I, she read a book about it. Don't ask me. I have no idea what eating frogs has to do with anything, but I do know that what she meant was do the hard things first. Knock out that daunting task so that things just get easier from there, right? Like you want to choose something that's going to make a dent in your peace and and make it so that you show up proud of yourself that day. That that kind of concept, right? Well, this is the point. We can't be anxious. Well, however your anxiousness shows up, mine's overwhelm, but we can't be anxious and effective at the same time, okay? Everything in the world is designed against our success. At our Valentine picnic last night, we talked about what is love. What is love? Baby, don't hurt. No, okay. So we took it back that night too. <laughs> Apparently we like taking things back. Um, but everything in the world is, is meant to steal, rob, and destroy our lives. Not just our big picture lives, but our living we can break it down and just look at our very day, our moment. Am I successful in this moment? Am I showing up proud? Am I creating life? Or is my life being stolen from me in this moment? Am I passing by numb? Am I going through motions? Am I using the power of life? Or, or am I giving in to anxiety, busyness, chaos, overwhelm? Because those things are subtle ways that our lives are being stolen and not trying to be dramatic at all. But this is, I told you, I've been trying to notice it. And so what I've noticed is that they steal my creativity. They steal my mindset and, uh, and ultimately the ability to love others well, because that's what brings us satisfaction. That's what allows us to be impactful and fulfilled and satisfied is when we love others well, when we use what we have and we give it away. But when we aren't doing that, when our mind is not set, then we're paralyzed. Anxiety, busyness, chaos, overwhelm paralyzes us. So what else is stolen when we don't have our mind set on love, right? For me, like if I'm so overwhelmed, then I don't use my time well. And so when my kids need something, then I don't feel free to be there with them and be present with them because I haven't been focused. I haven't been in the zone. I've been wandering. I've been aimless. And I've wasted my time instead of using it effectively, right? And so then I'm not available and I feel too busy. Even if I can't figure out what to do or how to spend my time, it's that I, I haven't been accomplished in my day, right? And, and maybe that's too vague. Maybe that's hard to follow, but this is the challenge. We can be women of influence, living intentional lives where we show up for our mind, our body, our spirit. 
right? And when all of those things are balanced and healthy and we are flowing in love, we're in the zone, we're effective, we're full of light, we're full of wisdom, and that place, from that place, we have everything to give. And we are going to feel generous and we are going to feel like we have more time and we are going to feel settled in our spirit. And that mindset of love is something that we can choose. We get to choose it. Okay. So last week we talked about the, you know, prayer and confession. And I wanted to hit on that one more time because all of this is stemming from your time with God. All of this is flowing from quiet time and time away from the noise and the busyness. And it is you centering yourself and being in the word and allowing God to flow with his presence so that you are from a place of being grounded in love, right? And so prayer, what we talked about last week, is core, is root of the root of that. And so we talked about confession and I just wanted to hit it one more time because there's so much power in the tongue. And every time we speak life, when we speak the word, that brings light to darkness. It dispels the lies. It fights. It is what fights the anxiety. It is what dissipates the darkness. And, um, When we confess the weakness and we let God be the strength, then we're bringing light to that darkness. And we're saying, you know what? I have 15 things to make a decision about. Are they really that big of a deal? Mm, No, not really. Not life or death, really, in most, you know, scenarios. And so it kind of just dispels the overwhelm and the anxiety and allows peace to flood that place. And so when we confess... There's a lot of power in that life. And that's why God says, speak the truth. Speak the truth. There's power in the tongue. Your, my word is your delight. Like speak what's true. Go back to that and choose it over your feelings of anxiety. And then another thing I want to talk about is gratitude and anxiety. So that it, we talked about <laughs> finger painting our hand and labeling those pieces of prayer well, the next one is thankfulness, and and this is um, there's some research, some current research, research I can't talk that shows that gratitude is a huge way to reduce anxiety. It literally cannot coexist at the same time in your mind. Gratitude and anxiety cannot coexist, and so. There's huge, huge power in your thankfulness because we know that there, our mind is a battlefield and sometimes the enemy gets us with big sins, right? We all have had big sins. We're fully aware of those. We wish we could make them go away. But honestly, all of those are just consequential to hidden lies in our thinking and the battle is really in our mind. And so today... We want to use gratitude as a way to combat def- um, combat defenses that build in your minds against those that we love, against contentment, against happiness, because you're designed for those things. 
love, contentment, happiness. You long for them. You want to pursue them. But so often we get tricked into looking for them in the wrong way or trying to fill those things with um, quick passing, fleeting things. Um, But learning to see beauty and be filled with gratitude can shift our thinking and allow us to walk in a freedom no matter our circumstance. And so confession of our weaknesses, but also confession of what we're thankful for is going to be your greatest defense, your greatest weapon for the battle in your mind. And then prayer for others. Of course, um, prayer for others is always going to create compassion and clear up any kind of fogginess about how you feel about somebody. It allows you to see with spiritual eyes and pursue peace. Pursue peace within ourself, pursue peace with others, because ultimately the goal is that we spread the fragrance of who God is and share love and invite others into a space of peace and love, right? And so, you know, ultimately everything we're doing is combating fear and anxiety in our lives. So all day, every day, we're choosing life or death. We're choosing to speak truth to ourselves or we're choosing to grow our anxiety and our overwhelm and our busyness. And so we're constantly given this choice. We can, you know, start our day from a place of peace and a place of prayer where we're confessing out who God is regardless of circumstances, but who he's always been, that is going to root our beliefs, our daily thinking in what is good and true. And, and it kind of sets that pace of reducing anxiety in our lives because, you know, God's presence defines us. It grounds us, it directs us and anything else is not from God. And so as women, we are choosing peace and pursuing peace, and we're always going to run away from evil, and we're going to be aware of the lies and the darkness in our, in our everyday moments so that we can live intentionally, fully awake, grounded in truth, with our mindset on truth, those kinds of things. That's the people we want to be. So I am so excited to celebrate Valentine's Day with you and just share um, all the ways that we can show up and be brave women who um, live a life full of adventure and curiosity and freedom. So as always, I'm cheering for you.